welcome to another edition of Clock Talk with Dr. Greg Brennan. Today, we're going to talk about estrogen and progesterone. How are you today? Fantastic, Jim. Hope you were doing well, too. Doing great. And I believe we are ready to go. So what is progesterone and what is estrogen? They fall in the same category as the sex hormones as testosterone does. And actually, Optimal Bio's brand is actually the backbone of it. It's called a gonine, these four rings here. So they consider sex hormones because they have to do with secondary characteristics and fertility. Um, one of our clock talks was talking about testosterone. And another one we talked about is cholesterol. Why? Because these are sterols. They come from cholesterol. Cholesterol is the precursor for both estrogen, progesterone, and testosterone. So that has to do with how many carbon molecules they have. Uh, the cholesterol molecule itself has 27. Uh, progesterone has 21. Testosterone has 19. And estrogen has 17. And, a and a, they are a sex steroid. And this is important to understand. Steroids are two classes. The sex steroids, which are a lipid or a fat, and they primarily, we thought, only worked inside the DNA and caused what's called transcription and deformation of proteins. Another was called a peptide protein, such as insulin, which works on the surface membrane. But we now know that they actually work on the surface membrane as well, primarily in the brain. That's why estrogen, testosterone, and progesterone is so important for the brain. Fantastic. So in layman's terms, what does progesterone do? And what does estrogen do? We'll start with estrogen first. Let's first go over the cycle about fertility. So in a woman's, um, when they start to cycle, it's called menarche. It means they're, cycling means they're releasing an egg that month. And, men are, and menopause is when it ends. So the cycle changes roughly a 28-day cycle. The first 14 days is called proliferative phase where the estrogen is forming from testosterone within the ovary. So the testosterone converts to estrogen. It goes higher. And when it gets high enough, around two to 400 is called picograms per deciliter. It tells the brain, hey, we have plenty of estrogen now. Let's really, let's ovulate. And the ovary will change the structure called the corpus luteum, which now releases progesterone. Uh, progesterone in Latin means progestation, pro-life. So it supports the baby inside the womb. And if there is not a, uh, if there's not a pregnancy, then the drop of progesterone will then slough off the layer to go again. So that's its fertility cycles aspect of it. But what else does it do? Well, the ovary release, uh, makes uh, estrogen. The adrenal glands make estrogen and also estrogen converts peripherally out in the fat tissue from testosterone. There's receptors in bladder, in brain, in bone, in heart. Every single cell has one. Uh, progesterone, besides uh, for the corpus luteum aspect of holding a baby in there, it also works on the brain. That's what's very, very important. It's actually a neurosteroid in the brain. It actually protects what's called a GABA, which is an inhibitory uh, receptor that actually keeps the brain calm. Uh, it's crucially important to have both these at these levels. Does progesterone, did it get a bad name at one point in time? Yeah, it's very interesting, Jim. It's not progesterone, it's progestins. And what's interesting is the government takes that four ring as a core base, and if it's made... By nature, it's endogenous or organic, um, but the pharmacy companies can't own, cannot own organic molecules. So they have to manipulate it. So they, they classify any progestin, progestin down that path. A progestin is synthetic or, bio, or, or bioidentical. But the problem is they're not the same. This was interesting. A, the most common one's called medoxyprogesterone provera. And what's very interesting in this, the famous study in 2002, the DBHI study said that uh, Premarin plus Provera increased breast cancer 24%. So the next day across the news, uh, hormones cause breast cancer. 
it wasn't progesterone. In fact, this is an interesting thing, Jim. Just because the key fits into a lock does not mean it completely does the whole process. Natural progesterone protects the brain, protects the heart, and protects for breast cancer. Provera, we talked about, actually has a, has a problem in the brain, increasing dementia, has a problem increasing spasmodic heart attacks, and actually increases breast cancer. So you brought some slides with you today. Do you want to go to those? Let's go one right here. We'll go to that first one back there, Jim. This is tying our first four talks together. The cholesterol molecule up there goes into what's called the mitochondria, and there it changes to pernagolone. And you can see it goes down this pathways. The bottom line is man is testosterone, but look at a woman. It's very interesting. There's two androgens there, endostyone and testosterone. Testosterone converts to estradiol, the most potent estrogen, and estrogen goes to estrol, which is the most common. So men and women both have estrogen and both have testosterone, but at certain different levels. That's what's crucial to understand. And the pathway there shows that this molecule, the cholesterol, becomes this other part. It actually goes to the kidney to help make, absorb, it's called minococorticoid, and also adrenal glands for glucocorticoid. But the key thing here is to understand that these hormones are crucial for men and women. Let's go to the next one. The thing we talked about before, Jim, is that the structure really matters. Uh, we already talked about progesterone and Provera, but Premarin is close to estrogen, but it's not. It's estradiol. This has two of those OHs. That's what makes it dial, meaning two. That other, that other uh, branch over there, that changes the problem. And Premarin itself goes down a different metabolic pathway, but it's interesting to understand there are some benefits even with synthetics, but the key thing, Jim, is can we get the benefits without getting the complications? So there's some, I've got some papers here. We also have the famous WHI study here, but there's a great study in France named Dr. Fiernero, 2005 and 2007, total of 134,000 women. He made it very simple. One arm was bioidentical estrogen, estradiol, and natural progesterone. And the other arm was natural estrogen, estradiol, and Provera. And they found that the arm that had the estrogen and progesterone, the bioidentical, decreased breast cancer 10%. Why? It was a youthful chemistry. And the estrogen uh, estradiol in the breast tissue does two things. It actually inhibits its own receptor sites and actually turns on progesterone. That's how it protects breast cancer within the tissue. We have a graph on that coming up. And... The other arm was, again, bioidentical estrogen, but now the, pro, the progestin Provera. That arm increased breast cancer 69%. And there's a great paper, a guy named by Campanelli. He showed that the benefits to the heart and the brain, the, the, the cardiovascular system for estrogen, estradiol does, is actually inhibited by the synthetic progestin Provera. So let's talk a little bit about the symptoms. Okay. Um, you know, you have them obviously up here on the board, but you know, what are the most common symptoms out of these? Yeah, it depends on their age. If they're if they're in their fertility range, having their uh, cycles, it may be estrogen too much, estrogen dominance versus progesterone throwing the cycle off. Uh, moods changes, anxiety, depression, uh, postmenopausal. It's hot flashes immediately because the estradiol actually protects the thermoregulatory part of the brain. So when you look at it, it's like these symptoms and signs are not. Nebulous. They're really, really important because these are signs of your tissue not getting the right hormones. And the whole fear about, we looked at the benefits. There's a study showing estradiol actually makes the internal carotid artery not get plaque. I mean, these benefits and benefits. So here's the flash I look at simplistically in my mind. A woman's born, woman's goes to heaven, you have menopause in the middle. Where is the heart attack? 
Where's the stroke? Where's the breast cancer? Where's the dementia? Where's the osteoporosis? Where's the, uh, the, 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 the pelvic area changing? It's on this side. What's different on this side? Lack of estradiol, lack of testosterone. And what disrupts these, these hormones? It's interesting. Again, we talked before that estrogen comes from testosterone. And when the estrogen goes back to the brain, the brain actually says, whoa, based upon that number we have up in the brain, it's called the hypothalamus, will say, hey, we have enough estrogen to stop making testosterone. The problem is the last 50, 60 years, we've been having these chemical endocrine disruptors or neuroendocrine disruptors. Uh, they, these are molecules that act like or look like estrogen. So it tricks the body that they're making enough estrogen when they're not. So that's what happens is these numbers are thrown off the production of both estrogen and testosterone by these, these, these chemicals. So in some cases, I've did a podcast last week with a an individual who um, was low in progesterone, didn't know it, and suffered seven miscarriages, mm-hmm. um, and then eventually got her progesterone tested, and you know takes progesterone now, and she's been able to deliver two healthy kids. Mm-hmm. Um, in your past practice, you know, did you did you find that to be a common situation? Yeah, one of my. Um especially within my OB practice was recurrent miscarriage. It depends on the trimester, but what you're talking about there is the first trimester miscarriages. If it's, if it's not chromosomal, the next one is called luteal phase defect. That's again, where the estrogen gets high enough, but not high enough to release the progesterone back to its name, progestation, pro-life. So, um, that works in, in concert with the other risk factor, which is actually micro blood clots within the placenta. So actually the progesterone help protecting the baby in there as well to keep it Progesterone relaxes smooth muscle. And then if you have um, like baby aspirin, will actually hop, stop the blood clots from forming within the placenta. So those are the two major causes of, of after chromosome abnormalities of recurrent miscarriage. Do you have other slides? Yes, we do. Let's go to the next one. We'll go how they have to, our body has to eliminate this stuff. So this is what we talk about in the breast tissue. The breast tissue is we hear that estrogen causes breast cancer. And this is a very, very... I am hoping we show, we just talk about, it's the synthetic progestin that throws the system off. Because within the breast tissue, the way the body makes testosterone to E2 and there's down to E1, the estrogen molecule itself, the sulfur transferase reaction actually takes that estrogen out of the breast tissue. It actually, again, stimulates the production of the progesterone, which is the, that balances the estrogen and turns off its own production. So it's actually protective of breast tissue, not the fallacy we hear. When we do optimal bio, we give estradiol and natural progesterone. So I want to show one other thing, Jim. This has to do with the elimination of it. And this is crucially important. When you take a molecule that's identical to our body makes, then the, the body knows how to utilize it, to metabolize it, and to eliminate it. And when it goes the elimination pathways – those molecules themselves can have receptor sites. And this is important. Estrogen has two receptor sites. They have an alpha and a beta. There are three major estrogens, E1, E2, E3. We had that in the last slide. No need to go back on that. But the bottom line is this, that E1 is more, more plentiful in the postmenopausal age. Again, where most of these risk factors have is because of this. There are two receptor sites, I said, an alpha and a beta. The alpha is more potential growth. The uh, beta is more negative growth. And the E2 within the breast tissue and the most potent one within the bones, the heart, the brain is balanced one-to-one. It's the E1 that is a five-to-one growth. So the goal is we're going to eliminate it, a pathway that makes that metabolite go down the beta pathway. So therefore, we'll not stimulate. And that's what we do here. 
the yellow goes, um, the blue one right here is the one that goes down the two. The two becomes methylated down this pathway called COMT, which is more of a beta or protects it. The yellow is where, believe it or not, that's where primary, I mean, that's where uh, oral estradiol, the birth control pills go down that pathway, which can actually increase the alpha as well. And the orange down here is where premarin goes down. It's a different pathway. We want to do is to give the estradiol, which is bioidentical, down the best pathway, which is the green. We use a thing called DIMS from broccoli, Brussels sprouts. It helps get, go to, um, lower the, the, um, the bad metabolites to eliminate when you urinate. Where's magnesium play in this whole thing? Wow. Well, magnesium, the cofactor, copper, zinc, all of them are just cofactors for these processes to help. A cofactor doesn't make the process go. It makes it go more efficiently is how it works. Okay. Is there such a thing as too much estrogen or too much progesterone? That's very interesting. Uh, I would say when they're in balance, the answer is no. The key is the balance. A young woman, again, too much may be actually a PMS problem again, because let's go back to the progesterone. Protexterone makes a, no, a known neurosteroid, which protects the brain. In fact, we, we, we at Optimal Bio, we give a oral progesterone. Why? We do not give oral testosterone. We do not give oral estrogen because those two will affect the liver. So we give it uh, via subcutaneous tissue and under the fat tissue, and that dissolves at a steady state, just the way your glands would do it. But taking oral progesterone does not affect the liver. It actually gets changed called 5-allopronegalol in the liver to the brain. That actually is a known neurosteroid that protects the brain. So route for all these met, all these molecules make a difference. Route and the level, levels they get to. So can you have too much estrogen? If your cycle's off, as, a, as an older woman, the answer is no, because estrogen and testosterone, this is the key. When you lose estrogen, and testosterone, and progesterone in menopause, a woman loses roughly 5% of bone per year. Roughly 1 in 10 women die of osteoporosis. That's a, that's a huge number when they break their hips and they die within six months. So testosterone, progesterone primarily make the bone. Estrogen slows down its reabsorption. So if you go on pellets, they show multiple different pathways, a creams, patches, but a pellet increases, increases regardless of age and menopause, 8.3% of bone per year. So osteoporosis goes to zero. So are there certain common medications out there that um, post-menopause females are taking that would be a drain on estrogen? Well, the biggest one is the one that actually is a drain on cholesterol is statin. Statins actually block cholesterol. But in a post-menopause woman, this is important to understand, they do not make it no matter what they do. So what we want to do is we want to get their youthful chemistry by adding bioidentical hormones so that they don't, their body may be 60, but the hormones are 20. That's how we have this idea, this perfect merging of the, the benefits of youth with the wisdom of age. Fantastic. We have about uh, 34 seconds left. Anything else you want to add? Uh, the key thing here is understand that the way the structure looks is crucially important. Let's, we're not reinventing anything. Let's use what nature made, use that same structure with the levels that are optimal prior to them being wiped out by the environment. And as always, know your body and be sensitive to how you feel and don't accept the, what, the, the common answer from the regular doctors? Normal for your age. Eliminate that. All right. Well, you heard it here today, progesterone and estrogen. Thank you, Dr. Brown. Thank you.